Welcome to Rock the Midlife Show, a podcast that brings you fun and interesting conversations to inspire, motivate, and encourage women on their journey through midlife. I am Alinka Tercic, your host. I help women at midlife to rediscover themselves and their vision and thrive through the transition into their next stage. Enjoy. Hey, hey. Today, I am speaking with my dear friend, Leanne Babcock. Hey, Leanne. Hey, how are you, Alinka? I'm amazing. So me and Leanne, we met actually last year, but for me, it was like meeting an old friend. And what I admire about her is her young heart. And I'm telling her all the time. (laughs) (laughs) She's in her. When I'm older, I want to be just like her. But obviously, I can never be like her. And what I really, why I wanted to have you, Leanne, on the podcast is because your adventurous life. Mm -hmm. And it might seem, you know, that you are so open to these experiences, open to trying new things, jumping from one adventure into another, uh, writing books, talking on stages, going alone around the country, <laughs> doing, doing all these things. So why don't we start just by you telling us your story and you know, what you are, mm. what you are, how you came to where you are now. Okay, thank you. So thank you so much for inviting me to be with you and your listeners today. You know, it's Alenka. a pleasure. Mm. And, you know, I think it is so important this time of life, you know, like our midlife. And it's just far too easy to get tired and to start telling ourselves things like, you know, either life has passed me by or I'm too old or, you know, I would have if I was younger or, you know, and it's like, no. And, you know, you said, (laughs) you said, you know, like I, my adventurous life and I had to laugh. It's really funny because, you know, like I don't consider myself adventurous and I, you know, like it was never, something in my mind that was like, oh, gee, I want to be adventurous and I want to be doing all these things. It was, it was more about, uh, you know, trusting my inner wisdom, call it intuition or, you know, uh, inklings, whatever you want to call them, but trusting my inner wisdom to guide me in my life. And sometimes that has meant doing things that I had no idea how this was going to work out. And so I ended up, you know, being on an adventure and, you know, lo and behold, and it was, you know, took all this courage. And yet, you know, for me, that's not how it occurs because like, I truly am a very sensitive woman. Uh, Like if you read my books, you'll, you'll, and, and also you get to know me. I am so insecure. I have got all these thoughts about, you know, how, oh gosh, you know, doubting myself or, you know, can I do this? And, but the thing that, that is right there is that I'm unwilling to be stopped by my fear. And so, you know, if that's courage, then okay, that's what I've got. No, I, what I, I was describing earlier, what you're saying right now, how insecure you are, how about your fears. I never 
and I've been with you and I've never experienced, <laughs> experienced that. I remember, you know, the one time when we went uh, cold dipping in the ice cold <laughs> water and you were the first one to go in beating yeah. us ever. <laughs> now, do you know why? <laughs> do you know why? Because what, what I have found is that when I'm about to face something that frightens me, if I pause too long and start listening to my thoughts, I'm not going to do it because my head is going to start telling me, you know, this is a really bad idea. You know, you're going to be freezing cold. You know that, you know, it's just going to be awful. And why on earth would you do that? Why don't you just, you know, why do I want to listen to that when, you know, there's a, there's an opportunity, there's something that I don't know. So I have to move before my head starts thinking too much. So I don't pause too long and listen to the crap that's up there. Right. That's, that's really what I've been listening throughout these interviews is how we need really to listen to our intuition and to our inner knowing, our inner voice, whatever you call it, but really going after before our head gets in our way. Yes. And yet we are, you know, thought to just listen and rationalize and mm. think over I and read about it mm. and get educated all these things, but it's not, do you think that too much knowledge is actually stopping us? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I can only share from my own experience and, you know, from what I find and that is, you know, like, and, and I used to do sales training. Uh, I used to, uh, do a lot of uh, management and leadership coaching and, you know, work with people in, you know, in businesses and corporations. And, you know, there, we really, a lot of my clients, and I mean, you know, and I'm a human too, right? So we can so easily get caught up with all of the information we know. And then we, we pre-think so much, you know, let's just say if I'm working with somebody who had to give feedback to one of their staff, and they were holding back doing that because in their own mind, they're pre-thinking about what this person's gonna say, how they're gonna respond. Uh, they're thinking about the, the leadership books they wrote that you're supposed to word it exactly like this, so they're trying to get it perfect. And, and all of that stuff that goes on in our head actually keeps them paralyzed. So I'm not saying that it's you know, bad to, you know, it's good to actually you know, be conscious of, of, of consequences. You know, we don't know what is gonna happen. You know, when you take a step and do something you haven't done before, and it's good to, you know, train yourself and get good ideas, but I think we can get too stuck up there. Yeah. And then too afraid to not be perfect, not get it right, make a mistake, you know, like that. Yeah. I remember when I was, uh, I was in New Zealand. So I, I lived in New Zealand for 29 years. I'm originally Canadian and I was married uh, my husband and I had a farm and I'd been doing a lot of work, you know, like I, I'd been running my business since 1993. I was doing a lot of corporate work and I'd been doing a lot of intuition work too, because I was running, uh, you know, shamanic retreats and teaching people on intuition development. And I, I found myself in a particular moment in my life when you know, I wasn't happy and I didn't want to admit it, Alenka, because I'd worked so hard 
to get where I was and to then go, I'm not happy here. It's like, whoa, you know? So I desperately tried to talk myself into, no, everything's fine. And, you know, I, I should, you know, I should be happy. I have yeah, everything. I be happy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Know. You know, and, and I was just getting these messages like really strong from, you know, my intuition or my inner knowing that I really needed to leave. And I, I wasn't happy on the farm. It wasn't the lifestyle I wanted. It wasn't from the beginning. And I was really straight about that. And you know, and, and, you know, I don't want to make excuses or make anybody wrong, right? I'm completely responsible for my choices. And I, I was at a point when I realized I had to leave my marriage and I did not want to know that. Huh. And it that's took... A big, that's a big one. And that's oh. another, another reason that we are so often stuck in a not really a toxic relationship or a toxic mm. environment. Usually mm. it's a really cozy, comfortable, pleasant place. Yes. And you know, it might not, it, I mean, it might be a relationship, but it also might be a job. Yeah. You know, it might be a job. I've been there too, you know, when I've, mm -hmm. it's been kind of cozy and comfy and the money's been good and, you know, and I'm good at the work, but you know, like I'm not happy. It doesn't fulfill anything inside of me and my soul is dying. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so there I was afraid to leave and I didn't have any logical reason that anyone could go, well, gee, I can see that's a really good idea. You should be doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, they were and, probably saying the opposite. Yes. Yes. So this is actually the story that I write about in my first book, Open mm -hmm. Me, the true story of a magical journey from fear to freedom, because as I step beyond that fear, because my biggest fear, which I never realized what it was, my biggest fear was of fearing what other people would think of me, fearing that other people would judge me, and then they would abandon me and leave me. And I, I, I had to step through that because I had to ask myself, am I going to live a life totally compromising myself because I want people to think good of me? I want people to not judge me. It's like, kill me now. So I, I, I did, I, I, I made that choice and I, and I left and, you know, and I would love to say that everything worked out perfectly and no, all my nightmares came true. And that was all part of, you know, the journey of, you know, keep trusting yourself, Leanne, keep trusting yourself. And I, and as I kept doing that work to keep trusting myself, because at the end of the day, you know what I realized? is that all of the, like right now we're in a time, you know, like with the pandemic and all that, it's, you know, people want certainty and safety in life. And, you know, and, and maybe, you know, many of us are grasping for, you know, job certainty or relationship certainty, mm -hmm. or, you know, do more studies or something that's going to give you more certainty. And, and none of that will at all, <laughs> at all, at all, yeah. at all, because, Everything external is in constant flux. And the only certainty and safety that I have found is inside myself. And I had to actually go through that while I watched the world around me completely, you know, fall away to keep 
trusting myself and come back to the certainty and safety I felt inside myself. And as I did that, I, you know, I ended up going on a spiritual pilgrimage where, you know, like I did, I worked with the shaman, I went to Sedona, I spent the night alone in the desert canyon. Um, I, I faced, I, I did the shadow process with Debbie Ford and faced all the, you know, the horrible shadow parts of myself. And uh, I did, I did so many, uh, you know, adventures like that. And, uh, you know, and I, and I realized that through all of that, that, you know, the only thing that I could really count on was, was myself. And, you know, in the face of all that uncertainty, I could be certain about who I am in regards to what's happening around me, but I can't control what's happening around me, yes. but I can me. Yes. And it's also about, you know, being in that circumstances or whatever you feel comfortable and not in a bad way, but, mm. you know, really pleasing others, looking up for others' approval, uh, just, you know, doing everything from the fear of how people will judge you, how they will, you know, think about you, how will yes. they look at you and things like that. And there is really nothing, like you said, nothing that we can do about that, except no. being, being true to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And often it's like a big shake up or, you know, breakthrough or break up or whatever that, we really start listening to what we, we were knowing all along, but we never, like you said, wanted to admit it. Yeah, I, I know. And, and, and you know, I, I really wanna talk about midlife here because I think this is really important. Because yeah. this, is, this is all part of what we're dealing with here is, you know, like I remember being in my 20s and thinking I've got lots of time. And so it doesn't matter what I do, I can wait. You know, so I, I, so I didn't do a lot in my twenties and then in my thirties, I killed it. You know, like I started up my first business and it was really successful. And then in my forties, I felt on top of the world and I was invincible. And then I hit my fifties and I started to feel old. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you know, maybe it was just those first wrinkles. It was the menopause, you know, the muscles not holding together like they used to. It was the men looking at the younger woman beside me instead of me, you know, and, you know, in my fifties, it's been like a second adolescence with hormones all over the place and body parts, not doing what you want them to do and, and what they used to do. And, uh, you know, just feeling a lack of confidence that I hadn't felt since I was in my teens. And, but what I've realized is that right here, in this midlife, as we let go of all those other trappings, that this is actually where the juice and the power is. Because as we get older, we become more naked because we no longer have the facade of a youthful body that we could hide behind and pretend that we were fine. Yeah. And everything was okay. And we could just look good instead. And I mean, it's not that we don't look good or we're not beautiful. No, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. It's just that it's just easy to hide behind all mm -hmm. of that, you know? And as, so as we age, all of this falls away. And, 
you know, what I found is that I'm just left with me. And, you know, as I, as I look, you know, as all the, you know, the, the attention that used to be on the younger woman and, you know, my own, you know, noticing my own body, it's like, okay, so then who am I? If I am not my body, if I am not my youth, if I am not whatever, just, you know, my strength, agility, whatever it is I had in my youth, then who am I? And, you know, like many of us, we've, you know, we've gone through the marriage, maybe, and maybe the divorce, uh, the jobs, maybe the business, maybe, maybe we've had children and we've learned, you know, we've observed, we've reflected, and we've gone inside to listen to our deep inner knowing. And we are wise. And it's in that wisdom and the claiming of ourselves right here and now that we reclaim our power in a whole new way and we are beautiful this is a whole new era that's how come you started this whole program for women in their midlife because this is a time it, it's a it's a rite of passage of a whole yeah. new space of power in our lives it is and it is so personal and it is so intimate it is so like you say sensitive and you know, realizing the power that we have and mm. you witnessed my, my breakthroughs. I've, mm. I've experienced my, my, let's say, awakening with my kids when they didn't yeah. need me anymore. And I was like, okay, who am I, you know, if I'm not a mom, I mean, of course I'm still a mom, but not full time, full time yeah. engaged in that. But, but really it took me almost another seven eight years until i realized i'm okay i will be okay i'm strong mm -hmm. i'm powerful i have this wisdom that oftentimes we we want to be wise but we don't want to be wise because if you're wise you are old <laughs> so it's like this this, <laughs> this strange mixture of you know different messages that we are getting mm. You're still young, but you're not young. You're still this and you're not that. <laughs> and we yeah. are, you know, in this whirlwind of all kinds of emotions and mm. Mm. perceptions uh, yeah. that we have about us and about, you know, what society thinks about women in midlife. Mm. And I think that's why we got to step into the space and not give a fuck what other people think. Really? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's that, it's that, you know, caring too much and trying to, you know, like when I realized that that's what I was afraid of and, uh, you know, it was like, oh my God, this is how we keep ourselves imprisoned. Mm -hmm. This is how we keep ourselves small and suffering and living lives we don't want to live and looking forward to death. You know, like, honestly, like when the, when the day comes for me and I just, I never ever know when it is because we don't. Uh, you know, like, I want to feel so juicy and so fulfilled yeah. that this moment and today is a good day to die. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I feel totally the same. And especially now with, with this pandemic going on, you mm -hmm. know, so people, so many people are living in fear and they don't want to meet other people. They don't want, here in Slovenia, we have everything open, but people are still afraid you know they're isolating themselves they are really mm. pulling back 
And I'm like, okay, if I have to die from this, I'm not reckless or, you know, going around doing stupid things and just exposing myself to danger. But if I have to do, to die from this, I will live until the last breath. I will not, you know, be locked inside for the next 30 years, fearing where I can get a virus or bacteria or whatever can hit me. Exactly, right? You know, we, we're all going to die from something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and sure, you know, when there's something, you know, like this, this virus and it's, you know, it's not a pleasant one. Uh, statistics show most people survive it, yeah. you know, but I mean, you know, still we're going to take precautions and, you know, be wise. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. It's like, wow, to, to have that, hold you back. I mean, I, I, I reckon that, you know, fear is something that, you know, the, the, the opposite of fear is love. Yeah. And when we're in fear, all that's there is a lack of love. And when you can access, you do whatever work you need to breathe in your belly, breathe in your heart and you can access love, then all that fear is gone, you know? And, and, and what is there is the desire to connect with people. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, I, I, I just reckon we gotta just listen. That's what, you know, come back into, you know, your own inner wisdom, you know, wear your mask when you go into supermarkets, if that makes you feel better. You know, uh, you know, do, but, uh, yeah, this, while, while we stay triggered in fear, we do things that are, that don't make sense and that don't create a life that's, that's very fulfilling, yeah. you know, cause like you said, if it's, if I die from this, I, oh, I'm going to be fulfilled. I'm going to go fulfilled. And it doesn't mean I'm going to be reckless and careless. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, I think we can have many, that there can be many circumstances that, you know, that come up in life. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking, um, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with one of my clients and, you know, she said, and, and, it was just before, so she was thinking about uh, registering in my program. So I have, I have a three-week transformational program called "Woman Beat Your Drum," and you know, she she was interested, but you know, kind of not sure. And uh, she said, "You know, Leanne, just before uh, COVID, you know, like I was just really getting ready to to step out and you know to really." you know, to, to step into fulfilling a dream I've always wanted to do in my life. You know, like I've got all these skills, I've, you know, done all this study and I really, you know, I really felt like I was ready. And then COVID hit, right? And I'm just listening to her. And, and she says, so, so now I'm kind of, I don't know, you know, like I'm just kind of waiting and, um, you know, maybe until after this whole thing passes. And, you know, and I said to her, I said, okay, I hear you. And I want you to consider something. That consider that 
what you're telling me about you were poised and waiting before COVID, consider that you've been poised for some time. That didn't happen just before COVID. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was kind of like a silence there. Because, I mean, I understand this. Like, I know I've been there. And she said, yeah. And I said, so you were already afraid before COVID because that, that's, that's all that holds you back. And now that we're in a pandemic, consider that now this is an excuse mm -hmm. that you're hiding behind. Because, you know, life isn't going to return back to normal anyway. So anyway, we had um, a beautiful, powerful conversation where she actually got that she was, it, it was all just fear. And then we use these excuses and we hide behind them. So we can hide behind COVID. We can hide behind, you know, uh, oh, I'm too busy. You know, it's just an excuse really, because what's there is fear. And the fear we really want is to feel, you know, we, we want to feel safe and, and have certainty. And it's crazy because as long as we stay stuck in that fear, it keeps us in the same circumstances that we're unhappy with. But do you know that we'll actually stay in those same circumstances we're unhappy with because it's familiar? And there's something soothing about familiar. Exactly. Nothing, nothing is secure these days. No, nothing is secure, right? But if it's familiar, then it feels a little better. And which, yeah, is, which is crazy. Secure. Yeah, which really isn't, you know, it, it's more that if we really look at it, it's not familiar we're looking for. It's actually safety and certainty and comfort, you know? And so the question is, how can I, how can I reach for what I want in my life and feel safety and feel certainty? And yeah, that, that's where I'm saying is that, you know, the only place you're going to find that is inside yourself and to do the work to feel at peace and calm inside yourself so that you can always find the safety and certainty and comfort inside you, no matter what life is doing. Because we're really just facing reality that's always been there anyway. Life's always been uncertain. We just haven't related with it like that. You know, like before COVID, we used to always assume that tomorrow would be there, right? Because I, I mean, I, I mean, I had my diary and I knew what I was going to do tomorrow. So it, clearly, tomorrow was going to happen, right? Because <laughs> yeah. so you know, it's like this illusion that our brain creates. That you know, like you go to bed, you you know, you and you wake up. Well, supposedly you wake up in the same room in the same house, and it, and it's still there. So everything gives you that illusion that that the the future is 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 going to be there mm -hmm. when that has never been the reality ever and you know like even you know in in physics and in science you know the scientists would tell you that you know all the molecules in your house and all of that they're not in the same place that they were yesterday you know because everything is in in a constant you know flux of decay you know the moment we create it so it, it that that's the normal process of life except we give ourselves the illusion of certainty and so really all that's happened with the pandemic is that that curtain of illusion yeah. of certainty has been whisked back mm -hmm. so that what we're facing is the raw uncertainty of life and the way it always has been yeah
And just yeah. with like with the midlife, we we can have a crisis or we can have an opportunity, and we can see the bad or we can see the good in it. Or yes, we, we can stay stuck in the corner crying and whining and complaining or we can do something about it and make something out of it that will be bigger better whatever yes you know like when i left new Ze like i actually left new zealand and came back to canada you know so i've been back in canada for three years but i left in my late 50s you know, like, it, you, you, I mean, honestly, I, <laughs> you know, like it took a lot because it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, you know, I, uh, oh yeah, sure. I'll just sell up this, you know, all my life here in this beautiful country <laughs> that I love, leave all of my clients and, uh, you know, and friends and go to a country that even though I was born there, I've been away for 30 years, nobody knows me and, you know, and start up my business all over again. It's like, you're kidding. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is, you know, when, you know, I, I just felt in my gut, in my heart, I, it's like, I had to do this. This was just so right. And it right. And I, and I, that's in my book as well. So it was like in my late fifties, I, you know, I decided, you know, I am either going to, you know, start, uh, you know, staying behind my white little picket fence and start nailing up my coffin and, you know, planting the flowers around it and stay in a nice little happy, comfy place where I truly was not fulfilled, uh, or I was going to follow a calling and live my life fully, not knowing where I was going to end up and trusting that it was going to be okay, you know? And so when I arrived here in Canada, that's you know, it was like, okay, what am I doing next? I just meditated, I listened, and next thing you know, I bought myself a truck camper. And for 12 months, I toured, you know, like right across North America, Canada, and the United States, uh, having published my first book. And, uh, you know, and I was, you know, 57 when I, when I did that, 58, and I started up a business all over again in a brand new country at 58. I, um, I, I chose to be in a new relationship and I haven't been in a relationship, an intimate relationship for a number of years, uh, but I felt I was ready and started that at 59. And so it's never too late, ever. Yeah. So you were mentioning your book and your programs can you tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can connect with you? Also, uh, obviously, we love you. <laughs> so <laughs> they, 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 I, I would guess they would want to learn more from you and and hear you more. Oh, thank you, and thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, you know, my clients come to me for many things and two things stand out. And one is that they want to feel fulfilled and at peace. And, uh, you know, the other thing is that they know that they're playing small and holding back and they want to live more of their potential and have certainty in their life. And the two main results my clients get then from working with me is feeling uh, deeply fulfilled in their life and 
they've started that business, they've lost that weight, they've restored that relationship that was rocky, they've got that promotion, they're earning more money, and they have more confidence in themselves than they have ever had in their life. Now, if that's not worth living, oh my God, I love, love, love the work that I do. And so uh, my program, Woman Beat Your Drum, is a three-month transformational program. You can find more about it uh, on my website, but also, too, speaking with me. So my website is leannebabcock.ca, and that's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-B-C-O-C-K. Uh, my books, Open Me, The True Story of a Magical Journey from Fear to Freedom. And the, uh, my second one is Real and Wild You, Your Daring and Magical Inner Journey. So the second one is a self-coaching guide. And uh, that one has become an international bestseller on Amazon. So my books are available all online. You can find them on my website as well. Uh, you can purchase them through Amazon, the Book Depository, uh, Barnes & Noble. So, you know, wherever and people all around the world buy them. So you just find wherever the, the um, outlet is that will, uh, will send them to you. So thank you. Thank you awesome. so much for thank doing this. Thank you so much. Thank you for your work, Alenka, and for reaching out to women who really want to connect and about you know, this time in our lives. And I'm so grateful for having met you and for having heard you speak. You know, I was just so inspired. I remember when you got up and you shared your story. And I mean, I just, I sat there. Well, I start crying now. <laughs> open. And it was just, oh my God, you know, women need to know that it's okay to break down and it's okay yeah. to then find yourself again. And thank you for your work. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for all the encouragement that you gave to my listeners. Mm. Uh, and thank you for being my friend. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on Rock the Midlife Show. If you find value, you can visit our website, rockthemidlife.com, where you can listen to previous episodes and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and other platforms so you never miss an episode. I would very much appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend about it. You might also want to check out our Facebook community, The Midlife Sorority. I hope we meet again next week for our new episode. Bye!